0: This is Titherington.
1: Everything's alright, let me smell the moon in your perfume Oh, gods and years, when rise and fall and there's always something more Lost in talk, I waste my time and it's all been said before While further down behind the masquerade, the tears are there I don't ask for all that much, I just want someone to care Everything's okay, come on out beneath the shining sun Meet me in the middle of the night, let me hear you say everything's alright Sneak on out beneath the stars and run I, 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 meet me in the middle of the day, let me hear you say everything's okay Bring me southern kisses from your room Hey, hey, leave me in the middle of the night, let me hear you say everything's alright Let me smell the moon in your perfume
0: Brilliant. Haven't heard that in ages. Steve Forbert and Romeo's tune. Right, off to Geneva shortly. Bonjour, je m'appelle le spreadsheet Pierre, live dans Titherington. <laughs> Comment allez-vous, mon ami? Right, we're continuing now with a record for Jack, or as he's probably better known, Jack, from M&S Simply Foods in Macclesfield, the new Simply Foods just off the bypass, which is Divoon, and Jack would like a track from a chap who sadly has died. His name is Bill, and he's no longer with us. (laughs)
2: When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes And something without
0: Wonderful, Bill Withers. A lovely day. Can you hit a note as long as that? I can't. I can do the earlier ones, but the one later in the song, no chance. And every time I see Jacques, or Jack, as he's commonly known, it is a lovely day. He just brightens my day. He's got the most amazing smile. He's got the most amazing attitude. And he shook my hand the other morning, and he nearly pulled it off. He's so strong. He's great. That's Jack. From MS Simply Food in Macclesfield. He's usually on the uh, checkouts. He was on the automated tills this week. But he's just phenomenally nice and we love him to death. And now, being in Geneva, uh, now half of uh, Geneva is French, mainly the west half, and the eastern half tends to be more German and there's a bit of Italian in there as well somewhere. Uh, but we met some wonderful French lads who are now going to introduce themselves to you. I love uh, England. We love British I people. I too. too. Yeah.
3: Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, Steady on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yo. They British. You're British. It's France. France. La, la, la belle France. Yeah, la belle France.
4: Good. J'aime la France. I love J'aime it. la
0: France. I it means
4: it. I love French. French. And uh, je m'appelle... Sally Saviero.
0: That's Turkish for I love you. Oh,
5: okay.
4: <laughs> but uh, je, it's,
6: Je m'appelle Pierre or Peter. Je m'appelle
0: Pierre or Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah, and I'm, can you say your name? Je m'appelle... Uh, je, je m'appelle Shane. My name is Shane.
7: Je m'appelle Twistan. My name is, is Twistan. Okay. Twistan. And Je m'appelle?
0: Je m'appelle Evan. My name is Evan. You know, oh, my second name is, is uh, Andres.
3: Andres. Andres.
0: Yes. Uh,
3: three. Three. Uh, three. three.
0: Uh, Jules. 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 You got four, you got four names. Right. Wow. Four, Italo. Italo. And what's Italo. your family name? Uh, family. Despress. Despress.
4: Despress. My, my e, family name? E.
0: S. D. E. Or e S. S. Des. Just one S, S not my, two S.
4: My, uh, my family name is Honey. Like uh, honey you eat. Like the B. Yes, and my uh, and my, yeah. my middle name
0: is uh, Thomas. So how many names have you got? I've got uh, Shane, my first name. Shane? Thomas, middle name. Thomas? Thomas. Oh, Thomas, Thomas yeah. yes.
4: Me, I have an H. Yeah. After the Thomas, then, yeah. Uh, my uh, last third name.
0: name. No, no third name. You yes. don't have a third name. He's got no. a third name. Uh, Family name, Honey. Honey. H-O-N-E-Y. Yes, like the Honey. H-O-N-E-Y. So there's only one track, really, we could play for Shane Thomas Honey. And that's this. Or possibly the one after it. Toblerone,
8: out on its own. Triangular chocolate, that's Toblerone. Made with triangular almonds from triangular trees. And triangular honey from triangular bees confection of please Give me Toblerone
7: See the tree, how big it's grown But friend, it hasn't been too long It wasn't big I laughed at her and she got mad The first day that she planted it was just a twig Then the first snow came and she ran out to brush the snow away So it wouldn't die Came running in, all excited Slipped and almost hurt herself And I laughed till I cried She was always young at heart Kinda dumb and kinda smart And I loved her so And I surprised her with a puppy Kept me up all Christmas Eve Two years ago And it would sure embarrass her When I came in from working late Cause I would know That she'd been sitting there and crying Over some sad and silly late, late show And honey, I miss you And I'm being good And I'd love to be with you If only I could She wrecked the car and she was sad And so afraid that I'd be mad But what the heck Though I pretended hard to be Guess you could say she saw through me And hugged my neck I came home unexpectedly And caught her crying needlessly In the middle of the day And it was in the early spring When flowers bloom and robins sing She went away And honey, I miss you And I'm being good And I'd love to be with you If only I could One day while I was not at home While she was there and all alone The angels came Now all I have is memories of Honey And I wake up nights And call her name Now my life's an empty stage Where Honey lived and Honey played And love grew up a small cloud passes overhead And cries down on the flower bed That honey loved And see the tree, how big it's grown But friend, it hasn't been too long It wasn't big And I laughed at her and she got mad The first day that she planted it Was just a twig
0: So... Come on, be honest. How many blokes do you know that if their wife or girlfriend had said, I've wrecked the car, would say, Oh, what the heck? <laughs> None. We're talking funerals this morning, Michael's giving us a call. Morning, Michael. Morning, Jason. How are you? I'm very, very well. Funerals then? I'm um, in Geneva. Uh, you, you, want, you want to go to Geneva? I'm in Geneva Oh, you're now. in Geneva now? Oh, okay. I was thinking you wanted but to go to Switzerland. I sent you a photograph of him with Champions. Do you remember Champions? Yeah, what? The TV series. Oh, yes. Da Da-da, <laughs> They use Lake Geneva in background. Yeah, and uh, they never went to Geneva, but we, are here. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael, you found <laughs> a green screen from Boreham <laughs> Wood and, and Elm Street. You found it. Never a... been to Geneva, so I have And I did a little twirl with my mate, and I took a video and I've sent it you. Actually, lovely. Well, thank you, Michael. Now you've phoned about funerals, and you've been Funeral, to a really yeah. good one. Which one was it, and why was it? I good? went to a great one because my mate died actually in France. Right. And he had a third of his ashes spread in... Uh, I think it was somewhere in Northern England, but a third of his ashes were spread in Port Merion in North Wales, okay. where they filmed The Prisoner. And as we were spreading them, there was this huge gust of wind. I shouldn't laugh, really. But all his ashes went over everybody. <laughs> oh, no!
9: <laughs> so he was well truly on you, on your way home. That is brilliant. What a, what a story. Thank you, Michael. Have a great time in Switzerland.
0: So 38 years after the Champions was produced back in 1967, 68, and it was first screened in September 1968, September the 25th. It was a Wednesday evening at eight o'clock on Granada. I remember it because I had a recorder concert and I didn't want to go to the recorder concert. My parents had to take me out of their house kicking and screaming because I wanted to watch the first episode of The Champions because it had been previewed a lot and it had a plane crash and it just looked so fantastic. Anyway, I did manage to get back with about three minutes to go at the end. But luckily for me, there was a, a company producing coloured picture cards of The Champions, 45 stills from the first episode in colour and I bought those and I only missed out on one, which was card number 29. And a friend of mine bought me that on eBay a few years ago. So I do have the full set. So here are the original champions, Alexandra Bastido, Stuart Damon and William Gaunt, all meeting up in Los Angeles 38 years after the champions was screened back in nineteen. 19- 68. So they met up in 2006 to promote the DVD. Here they are. Don't believe it. <laughs> oh my god.
10: Guys. <laughs> Hi,
11: sweetie. Hi. How are you doing? All right, thank you. Oh, God, it's good to see oh, you. To I'll hug you if you, you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
12: Is that very English? It's yeah. very English. Uh,
11: oh, you're looking hi. great.
13: Yeah. you're looking I've great. I've seen you on General Hospital when I've been in Toronto and
11: New York. Get away. I've
13: actually seen you. On
11: it. Yeah, I've it lasted a long time. Yeah. Who would have known? Uh-huh. <sighs> we all lasted a long time. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that we're still here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah looking down at the grass. Exactly. exactly. It's wonderful to see you. N-G-O. God N-G-O. almighty.
13: Yeah.
11: I was I got nervous this morning. Mm. I got excited. I, I got nervous and excited. I was just mm-hmm. thinking about I think because we spent so much time together and, and it was I such know. a special a special a part mother. of my life. Yeah, it was, it was, you it was, know, and right. it was just and then all the stuff started to flood back. And you're
12: still taller than me.
11: God, yeah, I'm still taller than you. Yeah. Even though I'm shrunk.
13: Yeah. So we were reminiscing mm-hmm. about the test at the beginning when we all met for the first time. Hiding
11: behind the cartons.
13: Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, God. We were all nervous wrecks and then we no. We all got it. I always yeah. thought that...
9: Chandler's was a great idea. I mean, I first read it, you know, and um, it, I think it was way ahead of its time.
14: The premise was really three agents based in Geneva.
15: Oh, it's a super premise, really. It's, uh, it's a bit Shangri-La-ish, actually. The champions were
3: about this organization, Nemesis, and they had their agent Stuart Damon and um, Bill Gaunt, who were two of their top men. And on a particular mission, they also recruited a, a biologist, played by Alexander Bastido, and they had to go to China to find some cultures some, that was, could cause widespread death around the world. The Chinese are developing. And uh, their mission is successful, but on the way back, their aircraft crashes, assumably, in the Himalayas.
15: They sort of are in coma and then they're picked up by these strange monks.
14: They are looked after by a tribe with a guru at its head, Shangri-La if you like.
3: three people are taken back to this village and uh, have received medical attention all they see is colored lights as they're taken down a long corridor
15: on stretchers. and eventually when they return to civilization they find that they have They've been imbued with special powers. They can hear
3: things from 50 miles away or the other side of the world practically. They can see further, they can jump higher, and there's all kinds of wonderful things they can do, which of course aids them in their future escapades.
0: I think she can hear us.
16: Sharon, Sharon, can you hear me? This is Craig. All right. Now act normal. No, they can't hear us. Now look.
11: Richard is here and we're gonna make a move.
7: But we need your help. Touch your face if you understand.
9: It's fantastic. What I liked about it, I was saying earlier to some they never changed into anything. You know, like no. you know like the X-Men, thing, like all the old yep. monsters and things like that. Yep. It was it kept it real somehow, didn't it? That they had this stuff, but they didn't turn into tigers and stuff like that. Yeah.
11: I think what was good. I thought that when they went to, they crashed in Tibet, they had these incredible powers. I thought I might nip across myself and get my hearing done.:
13: We'll never be able to keep this secret. We'll have to tell Tremaine.
7: Tell him what.
13: Well, tell him. Tell him.
7: Sharon. We don't even know what these powers are ourselves.
11: What's the first thing you remember? We talked
13: about it in the car. It was the mm-hmm. the actual film test. That was uh, the three of us trying out for it and all being nervous wrecks. Mm-hmm. And then being surprised when we actually all got it.
9: Test 52, take three.
13: Action. Feels as though we're moving out to sea again.
9: Boy, was
12: I a fool. Had my chance and took it without even thinking. When you consider what we got going for us, I'm an even bigger fool. Oh, I wouldn't take it so bad, Craig. I mean, I haven't got much to boast about either. Although the Capitan double crossing Muller. That was something I don't think anyone could have seen coming, whatever powers they had.
13: If you two would stop locating your egos, you might try and figure out why we're still alive.
16: There's a third ego around to thank for
3: that. Lou Grade yes, was prepared to package a show to to put up the finance. He was conscious of the fact that if you're going to sell it to America, it's quite a healthy idea to have at least one person in the show that they can relate to from their own country.
16: My name is Stuart Damon. I play Craig Sterling in a new series called The Champions. You can see it here on Channel 9.
14: I had seen this actor, Stuart Damon, in a play production of Houdini's life. And he was handsome, tall and in every way, for me,
12: attractive for the role. I can, I can remember my, my, one of my very first memories is coming to see you in Houdini.
11: Oh, get away. <laughs> because,
12: because you remember Stuart was I working too, in, in, yeah. in, in, uh, in Houdini for that great impresario Harold Fielding, your great friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> and I paid him a lot of money to be on the Champions. <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> I was going to tell him that story. Uh, but I won't.
11: You can tell. No, no, well, no.
12: Well, no. Well, Stuart signed, signed to do the Champions. and. Um, and he was under contract to uh, this impresario, Harold Fielding, to play the lead in a big musical in the West End, which he was doing. And uh, Mr. Fielding said, Yes, you can go ahead and do the, do the champions, <coughs> but as long as the champions runs, um, I shall expect um, a percentage of your fee. Ten. I didn't Ten know, percent. Ten percent week. Of, of, of Stuart's fee every week. And Stuart agreed to it, it had nothing else, he had no, no alternative. And what was it, a week, two weeks after that? The show closed. The show closed. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> still he still sh- has He shows the clothes. Of
11: course, he did this on purpose. Ooh. Yeah, He did this on purpose. He knew that I got it. Yeah. He knew that I got the Champions. And he said, oh, well, this will be a nice stipend nice for the learning. next year. Yeah. And uh, two short. weeks after I agreed to it, yeah. um, the short. show closed. And uh, literally, uh, we must have started on the Champions like we the did. week after, we because we that was in February. Yeah. Of nineteen sixty seven.
12: And so if ever I needed to pump him up to get him again a bit more aggressive on the series, (laughs) I just whispering whispering (laughs) his ear, Harold (laughs) Fielding. (laughs)
17: It's (laughs) true. true.
11: (laughs) That's true. I didn't remember that one. You're absolutely right. That was oh God.
10: I've paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence.
14: And then at a casting session at Associated British, which were the casting department for the studio, uh, I met Alexandra Bastedo. Well, in those days, one's ideal, perhaps, was Grace Kelly. And somehow she spoke to me in that manner. I thought she was a beauty. And uh, we did a little bit of testing together, and I said, yes.
13: I'm Alexandra Bastido. And if you make a date each week with Channel 9, you'll see me as Sharon McCready in The Champions. It's a new series full of excitement and surprise. So do keep that date each week on Channel 9, won't you?
15: When I first met Alex, well, every time I met Alex Bastido, Alexandra Bastido, I always got the impression that she'd been brought in, in a plastic bag and they'd opened the clear plastic and she'd stepped out. She was absolutely pristine and something curiously remote and virginal about her. She was a very nice person. I liked her enormously.
12: I mean, we were cast, weren't we, as, 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 as we were, weren't we, really? We were. You know, We were who and, we were. And, uh, and, you know, I was the the intelligent one, and you were the muscly one, and she was the beautiful one. It was about she that, wasn't it? That
11: really? was about right, <laughs> a, and it worked, seemed to work just fine, didn't it? And,
13: and it is the thing that when you're working under such intense pressure and having to learn so much, uh, that you, you are really cast for who you are, yeah, aren't exactly. you? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that
11: we've I was, they were asking me in the car, you know, about um, the differences between you and me. I said, well, the difference would be that if a door was locked, uh, William would fi- figure out a way how to get round it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Craig would go through Ticket. it.
12: it, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as long as it wasn't glass.
11: As long as it wasn't glass. <laughs> and Alex and would I be And I would there. do
13: ESP asking you to come and exactly. do it.
12: Exactly. Yes, she'd be on the other side and of the door. That's exa- how uh, we'd be going through there. Uh, <laughs> get her out.
13: you I think, I think my part would have been different now because of feminism and all that, because my, my lines were always, he went that way.
11: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You'd be in Glad trouble now. They, they would be in trouble. There would be absolutely no equality. She could do this. She can do this. Yeah, right.
12: Because uh, yes. no, we always opened the door for you and did all that, didn't we? Yes, yeah, did. we were good we Ma- gentlemen. I it was
11: them. easier for you than for me, though. Of course it was. You were very to You were, you were, were a, bear you were not, a rough,
12: rough Jewish boy from New yes, York. Yes, I know that. And I still am. Just <laughs> older.
14: Before you go back to your own world, you will discover what has really happened to you here. The changes that have been made in you and your friends. And then you will see why we do not have that fear. Changes? What changes? You must have realized already that there is some difference in you, even though you're not quite sure what the difference is. Her expression gives me my answer. Our treatment did more than mend your bodies. It improved them. It transformed the efficiency of your minds and senses. I love
13: that that moment, though. I mean, when we had this terrific strength and hearing and sight. Oh, that was the best. But but when they actually did the ESP test on us one day, uh, nothing. We didn't get anything. (laughs) They'd say, "What colour ball has Stuart got there?" And I'd say, "Either one of you didn't get anything, right?" I'd say (laughs) green. It would be yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worked. So obviously,
11: it was not truthful. The series that we did wasn't truthful. We didn't have ESP. We could
12: jump high, couldn't we?
11: Oh God knows those trampolines.
14: And then we had an actor to play the head of the their Geneva-based uh, intelligence service, Anthony Nichols.
9: And, and Anthony Nichols was a nice guy, wasn't he? The, uh, the yes.
14: head of the oh, uh, uh, Trebane, yes.
9: Yeah, I
11: remember mm-hmm. the funniest. He when he the beard was a false beard, and I think his wig as well. And I was told to talk to him one morning, and Johnny Goodman said, well, Who are you talking to? So I said, It's Tony Nichols. He didn't recognize him without his uh, beard his wig.
14: A crash in the mountains, five days in the snow, capture, a trek back without any proper supplies or equipment, and nothing to tell. Well, when you put it that way, I guess we had a little luck.
12: Yes yes we do. Anthony Nichols who was such a such a sweet man no longer with us. Such a
11: wonderful
12: actor. And he's a what no he was a very very dear man. You see him he crops up in a lot of British pictures you know when, from all those war pictures there will be. And of course a lot of the directors we had were were directors that had worked on those sort of films.
13: I loved Sam. I mean? Sam was, Sam was, Sam was terrific. Yeah. Sam was
12: one of the few directors that never actually finished the episode. And uh, do you remember that? He was, he was doing, doing an episode and eventually it was almost done. And Monty Berman, the producer, said, thanks very much, Sam. That's great. And, 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 and Sam said, I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. He said, no, no that's fine. You, you, you we'll finish it. And he never finished that episode. And, and well, what and, was the reason? We, for well, that? We, we just, he, he, he was just taking second, more care and more time. Yes. Than, oh, you know, oh, he than, was using up too,
11: oh, too much I, time. Cost and, too much and money. Cost too much money. What was your favorite episode? Could you do that? Could you say?
13: I, um... Well, I mean, I don't know whether because he's become so famous, but I guess uh, the one with Donald Sutherland, which was, what was it called? What was now? it called? Shadow of a Panther. Shadow of a Panther. Quite mad, or wasn't it, voodoo. with all
12: sorts of voodoo yeah, things.
11: But, Do you uh, really remember, or have you been looking this stuff up? No,
13: yeah. I haven't. I haven't. and
12: I was watching one the other day, and I don't remember what the name of the episode was, because I only tuned in to watch a bit of it. And you were in a hotel room, and you went into the bathroom, Looting right? The and you drew back the shower curtain... And I was in there, in, a, in, in my suit, soaking wet. I don't remember don't doing remember that. that. I don't remember doing that. I don't remember I thought, that I, thought that. I would remember that. You
9: know, it
12: must have been a very unpleasant day. I must have been wet all day. And, you know, my suit must have been sort of soaking wet and sticking to me. I don't remember. It.
13: And then day. sometimes, because they would orchestrate that you'd do three at the same time, submarine shot, yeah. mm. you didn't know actually what the story was because right. you were going yeah. from yeah. set right. to set.
12: Do you remember the guy that that doubled for me and was my stand-in. Do you remember him? What was his name? He looked very like me from the front, right? Yeah. But from the back, he had a big bum and a ball (laughs) pat. And of course, you only ever saw him from the back. (laughs) And it wasn't until they put all the pictures together that I realized, I always thought, he'll look really good. But of course, you never saw him from the (laughs) front. And and you'd see this guy waddling along with a big bum and a ball pat. (laughs)
11: <laughs> they must have had it in for you because yeah, I mean I had a you uh, had a good guy. Oh, uh, I mean um, Rocky was one of yes, my. Uh, that's uh, right. What was um, he went on to do? Uh, he I saw him in a lot of films. Rocky something and Vic Armstrong, who became one of the most uh, famous stunt coordinators yeah, he in, in he movies. You did,
12: he did. He did. I'll yeah.
11: tell you what I loved about the f- one of the things I loved about the first episode, aside from the excitement, even though it wasn't the first one, what we wore. Mm. You remember the, like the flight jackets, That's right. you know, and the mm. pants? Yeah. I felt like such a stud. I know, I know, exactly.
12: <laughs> it, was re- it was real Steve McQueen It was, stuff. it was Steve yeah. McQueen yeah. stuff.
14: Attendez un moment. Allons, allons-y. Alors, tiens ça. Pousse, pousse, pousse. pousse. Et vas-y, ça marche ça vas-y. Va.
10: Vas-y. ça marche, ça marche. Non, elle est long Pousse, pousse, pousse. Et ça marche ça vas-y. Va. Vas-y. ça marche, ça
14: marche. Non, elle est lourde. Encore un dernier effort. Oui, allez, pousse, mon vieux, pousse, pousse. When Sharon McCready, Craig Sterling and Richard Barrett crashed in the snows of Tibet and encountered the lost people, they could not even have imagined the powers that they would be given. Sharon McCready, one of the champions, intelligent, beautiful. Now, like Richard and Craig, she is endowed with the senses and qualities of a superhuman. Craig, Sharon and Richard, the three champions of law, order and justice. Able to use their gifts to their best advantage. As operators of the international agency of Nemesis.
13: I'm sorry, I was delayed.
3: Dressed like that, I'm not surprised.
0: Now, would you believe, 40 years ago, i just bought a portable colour television from my friend Martin, who worked for Kendall's at the time, and it was wonderful. And 40 years ago, the BBC launched its breakfast television service, and I got up early on the day it launched, which was the 17th of January, 1983. And here is the start of BBC One's new breakfast television programme. Now it's just called BBC Breakfast, but then it was called BBC Breakfast Time, and it was introduced by the one and only grandstand presenter, Mr Frank Boff. BBC One
16: Breakfast Time.
14: 6.30, Monday, January the 17th, 1983. You're watching the first edition
0: of BBC Television's Breakfast Time, Britain's first ever regular early morning television programme. Now, if you have lost your father, and sadly mine passed away 23 years ago this month, here's a song for you. This is Dan Fogelberg, and this one is really from the heart. Mm-hmm.
2: were
18: meant for different work and his heart was known to none he left his arm and went his lone and solitary way and he gave to me a gift I know I never He tried to be a soldier once But his music wouldn't wait He earned his love through discipline A thundering velvet hand His gentle means of sculpting souls Took me years to understand The leader of the band is tired And his eyes are growing old But his blood runs through my instrument, and his song is in my soul. My life has been a poor attempt to imitate the man. I'm just a living legacy to the leader of the band.
0: It's a really beautiful track, Dan Fogelberg, and leader of the band. The sound. the sound,
10: the sound of Manchester.
0: Simone Riley,
19: BBC
6: Radio Manchester. Good morning, good morning. It's your Friday morning show with me, Simone Riley. Today on the phone in at ten o'clock, we are going to be discussing university.
4: On the BBC Sounds app. On your smart speaker.
19: Play BBC Radio Manchester.
4: And on your radio.
19: The sound of Manchester is
4: BBC Radio Manchester.
6: I'm asking you today about whether or not university is a right pathway. Did you change your career direction because of the uh, results that you got from your A-levels, even your GCSEs or O-levels if we're going back there? and also as well is university the right thing to do now is it just about getting into work getting that experience and then seeing where life takes you part of the journey peter in cheshire good morning to you peter
0: Very good morning, Simone. How are you?
6: I'm good, thank you, Peter. We're talking about uni today. Do you think it's the right career way?
0: It can be. I went to university, but would you believe I did very, very well with my O-levels, but I had a bit of a nosedive with my A-levels, but I just, just scraped through enough results to get to university. Um, I chose the wrong subjects basically at A-level uh, I did math, further math and physics and it was just too much mm-hmm. too much math um, but I, I did engineering at university and I think my dad would have liked me to be an electrical engineer but I didn't um, specialise very well in the electricity side so I, I, I moved more to the water engineering side and I, I've had a very nice career in water engineering it took me quite a a while to get a decent job. I worked in a pub. I worked picking potatoes in Hayfield. And uh, I did a a bit of printing before I actually got an engineering job. And then I got a really nice job with a company in Levensum. And I stayed there for 31 years. So that's not done me too badly. And I've worked abroad, worked in the Middle East, worked in Ethiopia. Fantastic.
6: Wowza! Would you say, Peter, that all the other jobs that you did kind of built the person that we know now, the Peter that we know? Oh,
0: definitely. And I was talking to someone the other day, how much of what you actually learn at university is the percentage do you use in in your final job? And it's not that high, really. I did a bit of surveying. Math's very important. But all the academic stuff, I hardly used... Uh, yeah, you know, very little of it. And you, you learn on the job and you learn by experience. We had a really, really nice manager called uh, John Massey. Sadly, he died at 96 or seven. The other day I went to his funeral. But it's people like that with the skill and the background that teach you um, a lot of his knowledge. Um, that's that's it, who I got the most benefit from. Definitely.
6: It's interesting, Peter, because you mentioned about your dad would have liked you have gone in, gone into a different type of engineering. Well,
0: my dad would was- have liked me to have been an electrical engineer, and I was just <laughs> rubbish on that side. I, uh, I felt. but my dad didn't bother. He was quite uh, encouraging of me doing the uh, the water engineering side. And I was I was thinking the other day. You know, we we're talking about drought and everything. Why aren't we building more reservoirs? Simone, mm-hmm. because that, that'd be too edged. You'd, you'd have more storage for when we have times of flood. But then why don't regions pass water more from one to the other? You know, why, why, with everything else, we've got these autonomous, uh, uh, sorry, we've got a general uh, distribution. But with water, we've got these autonomous water companies why can't they pass water from one t- to other?
6: <laughs> do, do you know what? I'm not going to lie, Peter. That went over my head, but it does sound really, really interesting. Well, what you know, you we've mentioned got drainage in the about southwest.
0: Uh-huh. Why can't northwest water send some of its water to another region? You know, I got you or on that United one. United utilities, or whatever they call these days.
6: Yeah, Peter, thank you so much for calling in and thank you for giving us your um, experience as well of um, university, of college, and also the other amazing jobs that I've got to say that you have had in your career. The sound of,
7: the sound
10: of Manchester.
0: Albert Hammond and Frey Electric Band. So, a lawyer or a doctor or a civil engineer? Well, we ended up being a civil engineer, not a disc jockey. <laughs> The Transport Secretary is under fire for not knowing how many trains are running between Manchester and London. Avanti West Coast has brought in a reduced timetable of one train an hour until further notice. The company says it's due to staff shortages. On BBC Breakfast this morning presenter Charlie State asked Grant Shapps about the disruption. The Transport Secretary insists there are still four trains.
9: You incorrectly told your viewers there's only one train running from Manchester to London. I think that's not not the case even under the reduced timetable. It's four trains an hour.
3: There is only one direct train an hour between London and Manchester at the moment. On strike
9: days, which I think is where you may be getting confused here. uh, That's not the case.
0: The Greater Manchester Mayor Andy Burnham has tweeted, what hope do we have when the Transport Secretary
20: doesn't know the details of the reduced timetable he signed off?
0: Appropriate that. Two in a row from ELO, last train to London. And I wonder if Grant Chaps knows when that is, followed by, especially for Grant Chaps, Confusion. Andy Burnham will put him right. (laughs) Nice one. Can you hear my chips cooking in the background, everybody? We're having chips and steak for tea. Delicious, with a bit of mushroom. And grilled tomato. And a new song now from a new country and western group from the United States. Well, it's actually, I think it's one bloke actually, Breland.
5: Bought a drink for you back on the night that I met you. Pop some cheap champagne when her first ball dropped. Mmm, couple shots when I first said I think that I love you. Uh, and you must've had a couple when you said get lost. Yeah. Now that it's over, did you think I'd be sober? It may sound harsh, but I've always been this way. Told you I could drink told you I'd be fine, told you I would move on if you left me behind Cause you pushed me to the break, and I don't got no time To sit around and wait for you to make up your mind I drank you under the table, out of my head, over the memories of you in my bed I thought you I could drink Got around with the boys when they heard I was solo Yeah A double shot of some coke and a soda
10: Drink, told you I'd be fine I told you I would move on if you left
5: me behind Cause you pushed me to the break And I don't got no time To sit around and wait for you to make up your mind I drank you under the table, out of my head Over the memories of you and my bed And i you think?
10: When I told you I
5: could drink. I told you I could drink. Now that it's over, did you think I'd be sober? Mm -hmm. It may sound harsh, but I've always been this way. I told you I could drink. I told you
0: Loving that. That's Breland. And I told you I could drink. Mainly tea and (laughs) Coca-Cola. Shouldn't be drinking Coca-Cola, really, should I? Being diabetic. But uh, tea's all right. It's got a bit of um, caffeine in. We can get decaffeinated uh, Yorkshire tea now. Not that much tea grows in Yorkshire. Still blended from Sri Lanka or India, I guess. Now, it's been pretty cold recently. We had snow today, so here's an appropriate tune for the occasion.
16: She'd take Colorado if he take her with him Closes the door before the winter lets a cold in. And wonders if her love is strong enough to make him stay. She's answered by the taillights shining through the window pane. He said, I want to see you again. But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? She said you're a ramen man And you ain't ever gonna change You got a gypsy soul to blame And you were born for leaving At a truck stop diner just outside of Lincoln Night is black as the coffee he was drinking And in the waitress' eyes he sees The same old light is shining He thinks of Colorado And the girl he left behind him He said, I want to see you again But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? She said you're a random man You ain't ever gonna change You got a gypsy soul to blame And you were born for leaving Born for leaving Well, it's a winding road you're in the lost and found. You're a lover, I'm a runner, and we go round and round. And I love you, but I leave you. I don't want you, but I need you. You know it's you that calls me back here. When I close my eyes, I see you No matter where I am I can smell your perfume through these western pines I'm with your ghost again It's a shame about the weather But I know soon we'll be together And I can't wait till then I can't wait till
0: you're listening to Dotton Adebayo in conjunction with Connect4.
21: Sounds of Africa to once again kick off our world football phoning. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from on BBC Radio Scotland, BBC Radio Wales, BBC Radio Ulster, cross local radio in England, and of course here on BBC Radio 5 Live as well. So we're talking football in South America, in Africa, and I don't doubt all across the world as well because we have got the toothsome twosome. The legendino Tim Vickery, who is in Rio de Janeiro, covering South American football and everything else you want to talk about. Good morning, Tim. Very good morning. How are you doing? Very well, thanks very much. And the other the other aspect of this tooths, toothsome, toothsome, it's a tongue twister, uh, but I can't do it without him. Mark Gleeson, who is our Spring Boca Junior in Cape Town. Good morning, Mark. Hi. Morning, Dotton. Morning, Tim.
9: Good morning, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas.
21: Yeah, Merry Christmas as well, uh, just to show that we're as well managed as anybody else. But have we gotten over the World Cup blues yet um, in South Africa or in Africa generally, first of all, Mark?
9: Well, I don't know about any blues, but um, I think the, everyone's still buzzing in Africa about the World Cup and will be for some time to come.
21: Have we gotten over the World Cup blues yet um, in South Africa or in Africa generally, first of all, Mark?
9: Well, I don't know about any blues, but um, I think the, everyone's still buzzing in Africa about the World Cup and will be for some time to come. Um, and I'm sure it's uh, even more so in Argentina.
21: Well, yeah, talking about the blues and whites, Tim.
22: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, why would you ever want to come down? It's like a Leicester City fan in 2016, isn't it? Can we stop the world? <laughs> Let's stop the world now. Uh, I, I don't know how, how this affects you blokes, but I'm finding it impossible to switch back. I really am. I couldn't couldn't do it today. Couldn't do it. Couldn't sit and watch Premier League. I, I, I still want to be there kind of digesting the, the World Cup. Uh, and uh, I, I'm I just don't know how people are doing it I don't know how the players are doing it. I feel I feel very sorry for them because usually you know the World Cup, it's in the European summer, and the players once the World Cup is over, they go out on holiday and you know they, they've got some time to digest everything that's happened and recharge the batteries, and then back they come. And this time, you know what what whatever happened in the in the World Cup, win or lose, disappoint or in chance. Back you go to the depths of winter to carry on with the league season. So uh, I'm interested to see how people are, are are able to kind of flick this switch, because uh, I can't do it yet. Sorry. We're talking football. If you've seen any of the games today and
21: you've welcomed it back, let us know. Give us a call. Peter is with us in Cheshire. Hello, Peter. You're right.
0: Hello, Dustin. How was your Christmas?
21: Everyone, thank you for asking. I um, hope yours was well as well. Uh, so hey, well we got, did, you, did you get around to playing Connect Four? <laughs> I've got it here. I've got it here. Thank you. I've been waiting for you to call for ages. Hold on one second. <laughs> I was going i so I've got it over here. Don't go anywhere. I've got it here. <laughs> Thank you very much, because the last time you called, I said it was lost somewhere in the BBC vault somewhere. No, no. Um, uh, well, no it's Edward Do found it. And he it said merge? he was going to thrash you at it. Well, yeah hang on, we'll get to that in a so so this is the classic game of Connect Four that I didn't know what it was, yeah? Was that the yeah. only person Have you played it yet? No, no, it's still in its uh plastic, oh, I was come waiting on. for you to call I was waiting for you to call. <laughs> so you could tell me how what I'm supposed to do with it.
0: Right. You've got to get four yep. of the colored you, you, you've two lots of colours, you've yep. got red and you've got yellow, and you've mm-hmm. got to get four in a row either horizontal, mm. yep. vertically or diagonally. OK. Yep. Get, get your mates there to, to, to play with you at some yeah. point tonight. Well,
21: I'd rather not, actually. <laughs> uh, but I know what you mean, <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, look, listen, uh, can, can we start to... Oh, uh, well, actually, we've got an expert with us. He's editing the programme tonight. He's cutting open the plastic cellophane around it. Fantastic. This Come is, on, then, get so it So, no,
22: no, we're going to play. Do you know how to play this, Tim? No, I, I can vaguely remember the TV adverts, but I can't ever remember playing it.
12: Oh, come on, Tim. Mark, Mark? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about, okay. God, which is probably the case with half of the stuff that uh, you two are on about most <laughs> well, of the time. Yeah. So. But anyway, let's talk football. No,
21: no, well, in a moment. OK, let's, oh, talk go on, football. No, let's talk football first. By then, we'd have worked out how to connect how to this, play. connect... It's called Connect Four, but it works out all four ways of connecting Connect Four. I can't believe so many people at Five Live have never never played played Connect Four. never played it. So you thought I was the only one? Yeah. Yeah? Thank you. And you're only two years younger than me. Well, Wait, only two years? Your Every day counts. <laughs> 700 days younger than you, you're saying only two years? <laughs> Mate. Um, OK, so let's talk football first, and by the time Adam, who's in charge of this programme, so ought to know how to put it all together tonight, okay. by the time he thinks it. Yeah, what do you want to say, football-wise? Let's do it.
0: I wanted to say, uh, really, I should have been upset by the World Cup and England's performance, but I actually thought they played very well. And they played much more like a team this year than I think I've ever seen them play. And, um, OK, they went out on penalties. And it is sad that nearly every major tournament of late, England, have always gone out on a penalty, haven't they? One way or another. Um, and Gareth Southgate himself, of course, missed a penalty way back, was it in 1996?
21: Yeah, it was, it was yeah, some the time Euros ago. Are- yeah, in the Euros, uh, wasn't it? Because yeah, I was in yeah. Jordan
0: when that was on and I was watching it on Jordan TV Channel 2 but listening to the sound in sync on the BBC World Service because in those days it was analogue and everything was in time whereas now I couldn't do that because of all the digital stuff but it was brilliant And I, uh, but the, I was so devastated when when we went out then but I think that has given inspiration to Southgate, and I think that's one of the reasons he's tried so hard to get England to perform as a team, and he, I think he's succeeded, and I thought they played very well indeed. And, you know, the pressure on, uh, on Harry must have been horrendous for that second penalty, having scored the first one. And, of course, it went miles over the bar, but, you know, you can't blame that. Individual for that, it's just the pressure, isn't it? There's so much lying on these things, and so much pressure from the public, the television, the history, everything, isn't it?
21: Yes, there is. I'm just trying to look at this. Connect <laughs> the bloke's playing Connect 4 with <laughs> me. I, I can't believe I'm trying to do a program. And what, I, I, Adam, are you sure about this? Is this yeah. how to play it? Turn
22: turn. Yeah, yeah, is how are you doing? Play? yeah.
21: Um, yeah, I've, no, well, not okay. throwing them in like you did at the beginning, like one, well, two, three, four. Yeah, Do I put too weird. many of your pieces yeah. to one side or the other? Mm. Try, and the middle, so, uh, try, try, try and stay in the middle, otherwise no, they'll beat you. Oh, try and stay in no, the middle? Put, put, yeah. Yeah. put yeah. your yeah. pieces in the
0: middle, otherwise middle. they'll get four in a row very easily.
21: Yeah, OK, I see. Put my pieces in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. my strategy, uh, anyway. Yeah, hang uh, yeah. on. So, I'm red, he's... I'm red, he's yellow.
22: Um, is, is, this, is this anything like Dr. Spock's three-dimensional chess in, in Star Trek? <laughs> is it anything like Dr. Spock? That's the vibe
21: I'm getting there. No, I, 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 Adam's the right, right person to ask. It's Mr. Spock. Adam's the right person to ask about Star Trek. It was Dr. Uh, McCoy,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, it's Mr. It was, Spock. Yes,
21: you're absolutely uh, right. Yeah. Dr. McCoy. Mr. Adam, is this anything like Dr... Uh, sorry, Mr. Spock's three-dimensional tr- chess? No, no, it's it's not, not, no, it's no. It's not. Thanks for asking, Tim, but apparently not. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so, how, how's this sounding, you know, in terms of radio? Is this great radio that you're it's listening to? It's
0: fantastic radio. And it? it's in
21: stereo okay. on BBC Radio Wales. And it's in stereo on BBC Radio Wales. <laughs> I don't know if that is
22: a compliment. It's sounding a little bit like two vlogs fighting over one parachute at the moment to me. Well, it? yeah. It is a Who's bit of like the that, edge, Tim. then?
21: Is I've got the edge, obviously. Well done. Because I went first. Mm. Ah, right. And, and I didn't know the rules. Well, I cheated twice, did you say? You, you have it to have, to have that a winner with Connect4. I know. No... Look, I'm trying to win before you yeah, know the programme ends There always tonight. is a winner. It's never... You know? Evens. It's never even There's always a winner. Apparently, there's always there's a winner. I think. Evens. No, there's yeah. a lot of dead heats. It's a lot of dead heats. Apparently, he says that we can. Oh, is it? Yeah, right. That's what he reckons. But I'm listening to you. I've never uh, had anyway, a dead heat in my life. What, so there, what, you what, <laughs> there you go. What? Uh, there you go. What is the point of this game?
0: To win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get four okay. in a row. That's why it's called Connect Four.
21: Yeah, yeah. Adam. Um, apparently, I'm trying to. Oh, I see what you're trying to do there, Adam. Yeah, I'm trying to win. I'm sorry if this doesn't make great radio. Honestly, this will be over soon. That's <laughs> what end the misery. I've won it. I've won. I've won. I've won. You won. I've won. I've broken them. I've won. I've won. I've, go, won. won. I've won. I've got four diagonally. I've won. Oh, you are amazing. Oh, you got four diagonally. Great at that. Adam I hope you video that. He's uh, saying, god, he "Can we see the video?" Put it on your website. I will take a photograph. I'll take a photograph of my photo, Connect Four yes, when I will tweet it, I promise. Mate, you've just done... You know what you've done? You <laughs> we needed
22: John Snag there, didn't we? We really did. <laughs> <John> I can't <laughs> see who's ahead. It's either
21: Russell or it's Adebayo. It's I can't of see. Others. It's one or the yeah. other. Yeah, and for those, he was a boat race, John Snag. For, for those listening in black and white, Dawson <laughs> was the bloke in the reds and Adam was a bloke <laughs> in the yellows and the reds win. Four across diagonally from the oh, bottom. Oh, well, what a start. Yeah, what a start. And that's my first time ever... You know what you've done? Oh, I'm this so, is so pleased, addictive. You've, made my, this is so... you've made my Christmas. Well, you've probably ruined my career as a broadcaster. Oh, come on. I'm not sure. short... No, come on, you say. I'm hooked.
9: That like, might this have is... happened a bit earlier, though, Jonathan.
21: I'm sorry? might have happened a few episodes earlier. <laughs> <laughs>
22: Still so now you've got on.
0: to play Edward Addo and see how he does.
21: Well, we'll be here forever we keep doing that. Wait, Adam, <laughs> you've just wasted the last fifteen minutes of radio. You will be responsible. When the responsible when the boss it, of right? boss asks why did we spend 15 minutes of radio playing Connect Four? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Capo de, uh, de Capos. Yeah. Okay. So, Peter, did, any more football talk to be had, or should we well, sign I, off I on this Connect Four victory? Absolutely.
0: thought the final of the World Cup was brilliant, especially when they equalised and from then onwards it was. Uh, and the commentators said that on the night, and the pundits just. It was one of the most exciting finals I think I've ever seen, and the television presentation was brilliant, and the commentary was superb, and I, it just had me completely and utterly hooked. Just like they went on about um, Qatar, didn't they? And. Uh, I thought the presentation was brilliant actually.
21: Mate, um, honestly you have, and you you're not wrong, you're not wrong in that respect, although all sorts of issues around that. BBC Radio 5 Live. The Voice of the UK.
19: dot and adabio. Listen live. Pause, rewind and discover with the BBC Sounds app.
21: We are fighting for the middle area. Mm-hmm. So in the midfield of the pitch right now <laughs> with these red Connect Four things. Oh, Adam, sorry, I'm red, red. Yeah, I know, red. that's what I was saying. Oh, sorry. well Football Phony. Adam, ah, you can't be playing this whilst we're... I didn't... You said... Oh, I was just... Oh, th- th- I just honest. wanted to finish it. Oh, 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 my word. That's jammy. It's only because I've got a programme to present. You know that. If I if I was able to... The Sicilian opening. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I apologise, everybody.
22: This Connect Four, I'm addicted to it. It really is worth... It didn't take like worth... you long to gloat, did it? You know, the, you've already gone to social media to, to, to commemorate your crushing win. Well, but he's
21: just won... But this is not allowed because I I was forced to concentrate on the programme that we're... Oh, it's so addictive, this thing, you know. It's so addictive. I wonder if this is more addictive than Subutio. Anyway, poor old Ed, he says, if I'm struggling to sleep, I put on Radio 5 Live, and today, suffering with flu, thought I'd nodded off and was having... A fever dream listening to a game of Connect Four on the radio. (laughs) Most disconcerting. (laughs) Happens like that sometimes. Peter Nadin from Macclesfield. Hello. Interesting, Interesting, isn't isn't it,
20: it, that uh, just as digital digital television television expanded, the standard of quality of programmes on BBC BBC One and even BBC Two declined. The the money, money obviously, is being spread too thinly, and the quality on BBC One and BBC Two is suffering, and and I I don't don't accept the point. point. Uh, there, There are too many... Awful fly in the wall documentary programmes, dreadful comedies, and too much—as as the lady said before—programmes on gardening, pets, animals. All these things every night of the week. We want a greater choice. We want better drama, better comedy. And what's happening is that the schedules are becoming too stripped, and that's happening on Radio Four. After the Arches, we, we have the same programme program on every day. What, what I used to like, like about Radio 4 was the, the variety, variety of the programmes. File on 4, Face the Facts, and that kept me listening after the Arches. Having the same programme every day is incredibly boring. We okay, variety. Thank you very much. Let me go back to the Director-General. Uh, uh, this sense that you are not delivering high enough quality, entertaining programmes on BBC One is clearly there. I mean, the the, the emails are
9: showing it, the calls are showing
0: it. I wouldn't disagree with that corner. I mean, I think uh, we do need more drama on BBC One, but drama is expensive and it was about money. Uh, One of the things we're trying to do, well, there's two things. One, we've got a new license fee agreement which came into effect this year, which will give us some more money. And two, we're trying to save a lot of money inside the BBC. So hopefully in the next year or so, we can spend a lot more money on BBC One Drama.
9: This is BBC One. With your BBC
19: Radio Wales. Anna Ryder Richardson. On BBC Radio Wales. And listen on BBC Sounds. The answer to today's 245 teaser is coming up straight after Soul Asylum and Runaway Train. Richardson with you on BBC Radio Wales, and it is time to solve the 2:45 teaser on BBC Radio Wales. And today we're going all exotic. We're going abroad to Macclesfield to speak to (laughs) to speak to Peter. Hello, Peter. Well, it is quite
0: sunny. I I wouldn't really describe uh, Macclesfield as exotic, but it's all right.
19: Well, it is delightful that you're listening to Radio Wales.
0: Well, do you know, Radio Wales is the loudest station other than the main four in Macclesfield. It's better than Radio Manchester. It's better than Radio Stoke-on-Trent. And it booms in on your ex-Radio 3 transmitter, Uh, in Flangollen on 91.1 FM, as does 5 Live after you shut down. And 5 Live is actually live where it isn't live on 5 Live. Did you know that?
19: (laughs) That is extraordinary, Peter. That is like the best advert ever. (laughs) It is. And And we love
0: radio waves. We used to listen to Chris Needs and the gentleman who used to do the tea, Roy, was he called? Yes. Used to have his tea hour. I've been on with him. Roy- and I, oh. I, was, I was brewing Sri Lankan pecan tea with him.
19: <laughs> with Roy Noble. I say, Peter. So you know everybody on Radio Wales, then. Well, Do you have fans?
0: We, we absolutely adore Janice Long. God bless her.
19: Oh, of course, yes. God rest her but soul. But we love Bless you her.
0: too, of course, Anna. You're, you're too. Do you,
19: Peter? And you oh.
0: boom into Bakersfield. I can get you in my car and get you all over the northwest. So well I, off. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, say. I once How... went To uh, any questions in Wrexham. Uh-huh. And the guy said, Who could get DAB Radio Wales? And I was the only person to put my hand up. And you said, Where do you live? I said, Mackles <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's why you switched it to the Langothan transmitter so uh, you can get me as well as you can now. So, there we are. That's
19: brilliant, I, <laughs> yes. Because you do sound very, very clear, actually. So do you actually get oh, to Wales? Cause I'm on
0: a landline, an analogue uh. landline in real time. With all this digital stuff. I was talking to someone at Waitrose the other day, and it sounded like they're
19: on Pluto. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we forget, don't we, about landlines? They're brilliant. They never go wrong. Throughout
0: Covid, (laughs) Anna, my landline hasn't gone wrong once. My mobile has gone wrong 92% of its life and never reached an end call. And if you phone a bank or an energy company, you've had it really. (laughs) Yeah. In the scramble up so you can't hear them tell you how awful the rates
19: are <laughs> i tell you and our youngsters today wouldn't understand would they they no, see they a cable on our landline
0: we lived in the real world didn't we Anna?
19: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right you know what peter i could talk yes. to you clear as a day all afternoon but we need to get on with the teaser so i'm just going to Indeed. read it one more time uh what navigational aid is a one word palindrome peter what do you think the answer is?
0: It's R A D A R. Radar.
19: Radar is Peter Wright. Yes, of course you are. Peter oh, wow. the star. Well done. Thank you. I, that's brilliant. And um you also Anna is a palindrome as well, which is the oh, only course, one I came yes. up with. <laughs>
0: and Talit is a palindrome, and he's the producer for Alan Bezic on Radio Manchester. I shouldn't be promoting him, but he lives in Wales now. Alan Bezic. did you know that? And oh, Alan no. in Welsh means exit, but it's not pronounced Alan, is it?
19: <laughs> Peter, you are a minefield of information. Thank you so much.
0: Prin <laughs> which means good afternoon in Welsh, is that right?
19: That is brilliant. Well done, Peter. So lovely to chat so to you today. Everyone knows
0: Baradar and Nostar, but not many people know Good Afternoon, inclu- including all the Welsh people who work at the diner on the A55 uh, just in Wales. So <laughs> there you go. But...
19: <laughs> there we are. Who would have known it all? Thank you so much. That's Peter from Macclesfield. And well done, Les Jones in Cardiff, Wynn in Clair's, Mike in Abergavenny. Another teaser tomorrow. And we'll be having Susie Blake. Coming up shortly, this is ABC Now, All of My Heart.
10: Once upon a time when we were friends I gave you my heart, the story ends No happy ever after,
1: now we're friends Wish upon a star if that might help
10: Collide if you decide. Wish upon a star if that might help. What's it like to have loved and to lose her touch? What's it like to have loved and to lose that much? Of my heart (laughs) Spilling up in silk and coffee lace You hooked me up and only through at your place Your lipstick and your lip gloss seals my fate (laughs) Sentimental powers might help you some flowers. All of my heart.
19: Well done, Peter there with his correct answer.
13: Police in Lancashire say they're looking into Rishi Sunak's failure to wear a seatbelt in the back of a car yesterday as he filmed a clip for social media. He'd been visiting Lancashire to promote the distribution of levelling up funds, as our political correspondent Damien Grammaticus explains.
9: The levelling up announcements were meant to be all about positive PR for Rishi Sunak. His failure to wear a seatbelt came to light when he recorded a short video for social media on the trip. Seated in the back of a moving car, the Prime Minister turns to the camera to extol the virtues of his policy. But he's clearly not wearing a belt. A spokesman later said taking the belt off while filming was a brief error of judgement, and Mr Sunak apologised for it. The maximum penalty for not wearing a seatbelt can, if such a case goes to court, reach £500.
14: You can put almost any frail object in a box, and provided it's held firm, you can shake it about no end. But, if it's loose in a box, that's another matter. A car is a box, a box on wheels, but a box just the same. And it can still get shaken about. And if you're in it and not wearing a seatbelt, you're in trouble because you're a loose object. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are, you can be the world's most experienced driver. But to the law of gravity, you're the world's most experienced loose object. And it can be very unfunny. Now, an egg hasn't got much in the way of brains, but you have. Wear a seatbelt. And if the box gets shaken up, you stand every chance of not getting broke. No matter how short the journey, nag yourself to remember this drill. Clunk the car door and click the seatbelt. Clunk, click every trip.
9: Lancashire police have issued Rishi Sunak with a fixed penalty for failing to wear a seatbelt while filming a social media clip in the back of a moving car. As our political correspondent David Wallace-Lockhart now explains, Downing Street had already issued an apology for the incident, which happened while the Prime Minister was promoting his so-called levelling up spending.
0: called it a brief error of judgment, explaining that he only took off his seatbelt to film the video. But we did hear that Lancashire
19: police were looking into it and this evening they announced that they had decided it was worthy of a fixed penalty notice, a fine. That's something Rishi Sunak could have decided to challenge but has said that he accepts and will be paying. For some of
0: you, the face
14: you'll start out with in the morning won't be the same face you end up with by the evening. Why let it happen? Clunk, click, it's so simple. Clunk the car door, click the seatbelt, even if you are just going round the corner, clunk, click every trip.
9: Labour has called for the Conservative Party chair Nadim Zahawi to be sacked after reports that he paid a penalty to HMRC as part of a settlement related to his tax affairs. The Guardian says Mr Zahawi paid a 30% penalty after settling a dispute. The BBC hasn't been able to verify the reports. Mr Zahawi's spokesman says his taxes are properly declared and paid in the UK.
4: It's fine.